Hello and welcome to the Irish Arsenal Gunner podcast. It's Wednesday, the 17th of November. I'm your host, as always, Joyce, and I'm joined by this week, my resident resident guest and Arsenal season ticket holder, John Media. How are you, John? Evening, Johnny. I'm good. Good to hear. Um, at the moment, it's just myself and John. <laughs> uh, Eamon is in for the Ventura Bounds. He wouldn't even do the podcast when he was on holidays. There's dedication. One of the Arteta, one of the Arteta out brigade. I like to say that since he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> and also, I'm hoping to be joined by Brendan Boyle. Um, uh, hopefully over the next while, uh, hopefully he can join us um through the show as well. So, um, hopefully he can join us. But for the moment, it's me and John. You can catch our show as always on SoundCloud.com and as of last week, uh, on Spotify. Uh, just type in Urge Arsenal Gunner episodes going back um to our first episode, which is back in March which is crazy. So we're eight months in and uh, go man. On tonight's show, it's, it's a bit of a special one. Uh, we're playing Liverpool away on Saturday evening. And so I thought uh, it would have been always a classic match. We're going to do our top five uh, classic Arsenal matches at Anfield down down through the years. Um, myself and John, before we came on air, <laughs> were saying that there wasn't many to choose from. <laughs> We've had a few hymns along the way. <laughs> so it, was, it wasn't that bad to work out five matches for a change. Um, yep. I know to start with John, we're down to go from five up to one. So John, take it away, your top five um, classing encounters. Oh, thanks very much, Johnny. I really appreciate that. Um, I'm going to start with League Cup match. Now, there's been a couple of <laughs> Crazy League Cup matches over the last few years. Uh, there was the five-all draw a couple of seasons ago. There was a ridiculous six-three game back in two thousand and seven. But in two thousand, uh, sorry, in nineteen ninety-eight, we had one when we played uh, Liverpool in November. And I'm going to pick this one because it was part of that championship side, and we knew after this game that we were serious contenders for the title. Um, we went to Anfield, it was a one-all draw, but we took the game to Liverpool. Liverpool were the, 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 the biggest team in England at the stage. They were defending champions. They had a hell of a side, and on the night, they, they were lucky to get a one-all draw. We played them off the park, and it was the occasion when David Rocaster scored probably the best goal he scored for us. An absolute wonder goal from right in the corner of the penalty box. He scored an equaliser, but it was a fantastic, fantastic performance. Great game. Um, we eventually lost after the second replay. Don't do replays anymore. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Well, it used to be a case of you play to you drop. Oh, yeah. So uh, it went to a second replay, <laughs> and when Liverpool won the replay. Um, I think Arsenal had the last laugh that day and uh, that season, and I'll get to that later on. So that's number five. Number four is the league game in April two thousand and nine, all, and it's famous for. Yeah. Andre Arshavin and he's four goals. Yeah. Four goals. <laughs> and what was absolutely ridiculous about it, Liverpool were, still had a chance of winning the league that season. And, and, and in fairness, I think most Arsenal fans wanted Liverpool to win that season because it was a choice between them and United. Who the hell wants United to win the league? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> I remember watching the game and really laughed myself silly because it was absolutely ridiculous. Um, we went one and up. Then we ended up 2-1 down. Then we went 3-2 up. Then it was 3 all. 
He managed to score a fourth goal, four three up in injury time, and still not win the match. That doesn't tell you what Arsenal were like back then. Actually, Arsenal have been like that for the last ten years. Absolutely yeah. insane. <laughs> I just remember laughing so hard. I don't even think we had a full team out, and we scored. I actually haven't had four shots a goal. We scored four goals. Um, yeah, I had right, to put. It was a, a ridiculous game of football, and it was incredibly funny because my brother's a Liverpool fan, and I'll get to the folks. Keep going. With it. Um, I'm going to go with number three. I'm going to go with the invincible season. Um, played Liverpool. Obviously, Liverpool actually had a really good side again at that stage. Um, they wanted them the force they used to be, but they thought they had a chance of you know competing for the title. Yeah. And I played this season. Um, we went up there. Um, really cracking game. The Arsenal, that was beautiful yellow shorts we had back then. But we went 1-0 yeah. down, Harry Kiel. Um, We pushed and pushed and pushed. We got an equaliser, uh, known goal from Sammy Hippie. But the reason I'm thinking this is because of the goal, the winner. It was a Robert yeah. Perez special. Caller from just outside the box. 2-1 Arsenal. Thank you very much. Move on to the next game. And we went obviously unbeaten that season. But purely uh, for the Perez goal and you know, I had to put her in there and in the, in the invincible season. Um, that's number three. Number two. Number two was December 2001. It's the season we came the first team to go unbeaten away from home. And we won the double. And in this particular game, it was a real backs against the wall because we actually did it with 10 men. Giovanni Van Brokhorst was sent off completely bullshit. Second yellow card for Dovin, which was absolute Oh, don't get me started. It was 20 years ago, and it's still been bloody referees. Um, so, nil-nil at that stage. But the 10 men rallied round and proceeded to play Liverpool out of the park for the next hour. And um, we got the first goal from a Thierry on the penalty. And right at the start of the second half, a great move, so Perez break down the left-hand side. A smashing ball into the near post, and there's Freddie Lundberg steaming in to make it 2-0. Brilliant stuff. And then we dug in. So again, Liverpool couldn't come near us. Yari Littman, a great finish player, uh, managed to get a goal late on, but he held on comfortably enough for a 2 1 win, and we went on to win the league that season. Very impressive. Not many teams go yeah. to Anfield. They played them out the park for 10 men and uh, come away with the win. So that was a really, really great result. And uh, I don't think there's any prizes for guessing what the number one one is. Um, May 26, 1989. It's a day that lived long in the memory for anyone who was around to see it. Uh, last game of the season, Arsenal had to go to Anfield, win with two clear goals to win the league title. If we didn't, Liverpool would have been champions, a proper championship designer. And uh, that last minute, that last minute winning goal from Michael Tannums will live long, long in the memories. Um, no one thought we could do it, and we did it. So that's number one. 26 of May, 1989. Arsenal 2, Liverpool 1. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's up for grabs. <laughs> it's up for grabs now. Yeah. What a, what a piece of commentary, yeah, by Brian Moore was, I think it was, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, classic game, though, wasn't it? It was beautifully, well, tactically worked out by George Graham. It was a masterpiece. Keep it in in the first half and then. There you go. Let's go. <laughs> Super, isn't yeah. it? What a documentary though, that 89 thing. It was just, it brings a tear to your eye because it's just, just something that you never see again, I don't think, in your life, you know. Yeah, happy memory, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, that is actually a very good top five. There's a few matches I forgot about that. The Lundberg one uh, and the Perez one where it reminds you of glimpses of uh, Rocky, you know, cutting in from the wing and hitting yeah. shots like that, wasn't it? And Blaine Brady as well, yeah. It was so I happened to watch that with my brother as well. I love yeah. watching it. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't happen often these days. Yeah, back then, yeah, lovely. Yeah, it was just that yellow kit, oh yeah, I have to say that wasn't it, wasn't it? Nice, yeah. yeah. Some some great kits we had over the years. But yeah, what a finish from Perez, yeah. Um I think actually Edu might have been assisted at goal. I think he was actually the one to set him up for us. Yeah, I think he might have been, yeah. That is a top uh five there, John. And yeah, because <laughs> it was a bit head wrecking. To pick it up five over, but yeah, you got a couple of games that I didn't get. So I can start uh-huh. with mine. So uh, <laughs> at five, the second of September two thousand and twelve, um, it was the season when Robin van Persie had left for Manchester United. Yeah, got it. Yeah, and we brought in, um, we brought in signings like Giroud, Lucas Podolski, and Santi Gazzola. Yeah. Now that was, I think we had lost our, we drew nil all at Sunderland. Uh, Giroud missed a few sitters in that game, and we were coming into that game. I think under the back and was a defeat or two. I think we were near the bottom, so it was important. I remember the Abbey had a, a storming game that that day. He brought shades of gear. I remember the match. Yeah, it was we wore that purple and black uh, oh. hoops kiss. It was so oh. surrendered, but the kid was bad. But the, the two goals by Podolski and Gazzara really started their, you could say, uh, idolism with Arsenal fans. You know, anyone that scores goals at Anfield for, and what Cazorla went on to do with Arsenal. And Potosky was there a short time, but what he gave was, he he, he was also, he was a grafter like Giroud, but he scored, he weighed in with some top goals. I remember his debut against Southampton, actually was that season. It might have been the weekend after. We bet him 6-1, but he scored a free kick. I was just right in the top corner. You know, yeah, I think he scored a couple that day, but I always he's still very fond of Arsenal when he even left us. He's gone like eight years, seven, eight years now, but he still brings up Arsenal as the club that he has fond memories of. It's amazing what yeah, uh, and even further ex players always associate themselves with Arsenal, you know. So it's whatever it's there, it's just a family atmosphere about it. I remember that day, I think. Diaby got one of the match by a standout, but oh, just the pa- I think he actually assisted. He assisted the two goals actually that day. Yeah, he was just yeah. top class. I think actually that season he might have been. No, actually, it wasn't the injury. That was a couple of seasons back, but it was just when he was, that was his comeback and he played. Yeah, it, I think that was the last decent game. Wasn't it? it showed us what he might have been capable of. Yeah, had a bloody injury. Yeah, um, that's Dan, what Dan Smith, yeah. how good he might have been. Yeah, yeah, he re- yeah a waste of talent really because yeah, he had us. I don't know whether you were at a game. We played Derby, I think, a couple of seasons back from that. Uh, when they got relegated, we won 5 0, but he scored a screamer in the top yeah, corner. Uh, yeah, yeah. So there are fond memories of Diaby, but that, that's my number five. Um, 2 0 at second of September 2012. Uh, at number four, um, I'm going to go for the 13th of the 4th, 2016. It was a three-all game. It ended three-all. Joe Allen scored in the last minutes. Yeah. Oh, and that. Nice. Um, Ramsey scored. 
the opener. Giroud got a, a bag of brace for himself, and Firmino got two as well. But it was it was one of the, we we wore that gold, we wore that gold kit, that away kit, um, yeah. and it was a pretty bad. To be honest, it was a pretty bad game. The weather was miserable that night. It was a typical every night, uh, cold night in Anfield. But we we done enough. Giroud had turned to get the toward, which looked like the winner. He turned Skirtle, a nearly full 360 turn, and buried it into the into Mignolet's bottom corner. It looked like we'd sealed it, but um, Alan came up. It was a scrappy goal. It was from I think it was from a corner, and we couldn't clear it. And Alan got in at the last. I think it was well into injury time, but typical at the cup end. You can never ride Liverpool off, even when they're down two or three one. They came back. They've some fights for. Fighting spirit at Anfield, and th- that was another classic trio. Um, a number three, the Tour de the Tours, twenty twelve. Uh, we won two one at Anfield. Kashani scored an OG in that game, and Van Persie got a double. The winner, I think you probably remember, was Song's outrageous assist, and he was right on the yeah. left. Yeah. Right at the back post, straight in, February rain in the 89 minutes. It was that season where we got hammered A1 by United. But that was one of the highlights of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I think you might remember as well, in the December before that, Song sent over a similar assist against Everton. Everton. That was, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. 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 1-0 as well. But apparently actually had a cracking season that year. He was top scorer and won the Golden Boot. Sorry, yeah, the sorry, the yeah, the golden boot he won in the Premier League. I think he won back to back before he was going to United. Obviously, the season after, but he he, he really dragged the team together. He, he literally won us games single handedly that season. But I always remember songs. Yeah, just a chip. Oh, was great. <laughs> we didn't even deserve to be honest. I think Liverpool were all over. that game. They're bad that year. Liverpool with Agger and Skirtle. A player of his quality was always going to take advantage. So that's my number three. Um, number two, I'm going to go for the 26th of May 1989, like the one you have at number one. Um, um, only five then, and I didn't really remember it, but it would still go as my number two. This is because we won the league at Anfield and what we had to do to go and win it, you know, we, we just. Just Michael Thomas's, uh, just the way he was, he went slow. It looked like he wasn't on a score, and then he just still chipped it over. You still take the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I remember, John, George Green was just fucking hit. Like, it looked like it was slow motion, and all. remember, you probably remember the documentary where Dixon says he was oh. in tears. He was actually crying when he sent the ball. <laughs> yeah. I lost the plot. Let me figure. Actually, I asked you, John, that night, where were you for that match? Can you remember? We the... watched it at home with my brother and my father. And um, when he broke through, I literally jumped around the house screaming at him to hit the ball. Seriously, <laughs> lost the plot when the ball hit the back of the net. The neighbours had to come in to make sure everything all right. I think they thought it was smashing the house to pieces. I lost it. I absolutely lost it. It was glorious. Neighbours never look at me the same way again, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 19 years of age, so losing the plot, jumping up and down like no one's business. It was glorious. Never forget. Yeah, this is where the vodka and lemons pre started, was it? Yeah. So that's where it all kicked off. Yeah. Never forgiven. 
Yeah, he'd never forgiven me. Yeah, what a great book though, John. Fever Pitch by Nick Hornby. Isn't it? It really shows what... I've read it three or four times at this point. Yeah, it's just a great read. Brilliant, isn't it? It's, well, he lives in life of a typical Arsenal fan. Never mind, just, I know it's special to Arsenal fans. But I think a real football yeah. fan would appreciate the story behind that. Probably get it, yeah. It's yeah, a really good it's read. great read. And actually, the film... Actually, the ah! With film the way fans actually... It, it was it was okay, but yes, that's ah, great. It's great to relive that thing. I have actually a mouse mag with Thomas's finish as well. Brilliant. My number one would be the four all um, of the twenty first of April two thousand and nine. Uh, four goals. Um, it was his first four goals for the club, wasn't it? I was. I think I don't know where he get them from. I don't know what it was. Yeah. It was. It was in, in insane. Because he come from Senate Saint Petersburg, but he done nothing at all up to then. Yeah. yeah. And it was. A, I think he. I think he'd had a couple of goals before then. To be honest, Johnny. But that's. Yeah. That, that was the breakthrough moment. Yeah. I am, yeah. <laughs> it was so insane. He had a few moments in, in, his, in his career, but that night and the winner against Barcelona will always stand out. You know, one, another one of those players, yeah. And if you remember the next season at Anfield, we won 2 1 as well, and he got one of the goals as well. Yeah, I think Skirtle scored an OG or something, yeah. yeah. Um, There's more wins there than you thought, Johnny. <laughs> Yeah, there is a yeah. It's only when you you actually create them, yeah. when it looked like there was bad ones. Torres scored twice that night. Fabianski had a header, had a shocking night that night. He was really bad. But Benny Ewan scored twice, and as we both know, he, he later went on to play for Arsenal in two thousand and twelve. Um, he only, I think, he only had a season. With, it was at the back end of that season against Norwich. We won three two. Van Persie got two as well. But it's ridiculous skill, Benny Owen, hadn't he? He was just he he could come up with magic out of nowhere. Yeah, he was a decent pro. I'll tell you that. That that he had we had him for a year. Um, I, I thought he was a really good pro. Knuckle down, done his job, and um, he mightn't have been the greatest loan signing anyone ever had. But I thought he was a really good pro for us that season. Done his job, and um, um, I was glad we had him for the time we had him. He's a good pro. Knuckled in, walked his socks off, done the very best yeah, he could. Not a time for him. Yeah, yeah, he was. He's there's some cracking moments at at Anfield. I can tell you. Um, but I like these type of programs where you, where everyone gives their their top five memories now because it always differs. But you you always agree on. The memories, you know, it's the one time Arsenal fans would always agree bringing up memories like that, and like just reliving some of them results and all. Just great matches, even even the defeats that we've had over the years, we've still played well. And um, sometimes it's just the Anfield crowd beats in the end. Just uh, the atmosphere alone is just sends a shiver down your spine. Though I've never been at Anfield many times, actually, John. Here's the one for you: Have you been at Anfield for matches? Have you been to many? I've only been a couple of times. Um, once back yeah. as a teenager in the nineties, um, didn't really fully appreciate where I was. I oh, sorry, back yeah. in the eighties, and uh, again the, the early two thousands, I went to a match. So uh, yeah, it's, they've obviously yeah. rebuilt it up. They're going to continue rebuilding it. It looks like they're doing a fantastic job rebuilding the stadium and maintaining the atmosphere. 
a real shame we couldn't do the same thing with Ivory. But yeah, there you go. We've had um, we've had a few crackers at the Emirates, so maybe that's one show. Maybe down the line, when the next international break in March, we might do classic matches at the Emirates against Liverpool. Because there's been a few crackers there as well. Um, so I hope you enjoyed our top five uh, listeners. Um, and I'm sure you had. Of course, leave comments that you like about the show. Uh, we're open. To, we're open to anything. So, um, feel free to leave anything there. Um, so we move on to the review now of our upcoming fixture against Liverpool. It's on us. Uh, Five thirty this coming Saturday, November twentieth, on live on Sky Sports Premier League. Um, of course, we haven't had a great um, time of the of Anfield over the last few seasons, but definitely from September onwards and our recent form, uh, two points behind Liverpool, of course, in the league, I, I'd be a lot more optimistic going there than I would have been at the, at the, at the end of August where we'd under the table and really low in confidence, but I have to give it to our he's, he's he's risen the lads back up again, confidence is, is booming again, and um, spit rolling Bukaya Saka, and Ramsdale had a good showing, I know only against San Marino, but that should give them another confidence booster as well. Um, John, what would your take be for Saturday? Uh, how do you see the game going? It's a very difficult game, um, especially coming back from an international break. Um, I'm always disappointed to see <laughs> such a big game after an international break. They'll only have a couple of days to, a couple of days to prepare for it. Um, as you said, a uh, recent track record on Anfield hasn't been great. Um, I, I I take this game pretty much similar to Chelsea and City. This is a free hit to me. Go out, see what kind of performance they can put out of this game. That's basically what I want to say. I want to see us to, um, regardless of the result, I just want to see us compete. You know, win, lose, or draw. More than that, no. This is this is this is a sensible job. This is what I you know. Just give me <laughs> Let me see where we are, see if there is real progress being made. We all suspect there is. Um, we're loving the resilience in the defence. Defenders look like they're, you know, they love defending. I think they're going to have to against this Liverpool team because their tails are going to be up. They've just beat, they've beaten Atletico Madrid twice and they're going to be hurt after the, the West Ham game. So um, I think they'll be able to lay down America. So we're going to have to be strong. Um, Midfield's going to be tough. I don't know whether Parity will be back. Which will probably mean um, we're going for Lekonga and Smith and um, oh, Christy's gone. My name's gone. We're gone blank. Um, Maitland Niles. Uh, <laughs> so they're going to have to walk extra hard. Probably going to have to see. You'll probably see a lot of Lacazette dropping back to hell to mill. Um, I'm just. Well, I want to see a performance. I want to see. I want to. If we lose, I want. So watch that game and say, you know what, we're on the right track. I want everyone to know we're on the right track. I want to see us resilient. I want to see us pressing and having having a go with them. West Ham showed the way they did it. They they, they only had 23, 25%, but they pressed in their own half and got them on the break, were quick enough to catch them on the break. And West Ham showed they are vulnerable at set pieces. And we have improved a hell of a lot this season at set pieces. So I think we have enough to threaten them. Whether it's enough to get a result or not now, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but I am eager to see the game. I wish it was like in another week or two. Um, 
not just start on an international break, but that's just the way it falls. Um, I want to see how this team go, really stands up against one of the top sides now. This is this is their tennis, almost post-11. Um, let's see how we stand against them, you know. I'm really looking forward to seeing yeah. how they feel. Um, here's one actually for you as well, John. Who would you like to see in your third eleven for that game? Um, Sorry, the back four. Who would you like your starting eleven to be for us? Um, I, I, I think it's pretty much going to be the same we've had. Only I, I think Tierney will come back at left back. Yeah, I do respect hasn't done that wrong. He's actually impressed us a lot. Um, but I, I, I think Tierney will start purely because of his more experience. And he's probably a better defender at this stage in his career. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Saying that, I think Alvarez could be a hell of an option from the bench. I've said this already. You know, if you need to, you know, show on a bit of pace on the left hand side, and yeah, you, you know, you could have Pepe on the right and him on the left, and just having to go pace wise if you have to chase again. So it's, it's nice to have that option on the bench. But I think yeah. it, I think Tony, I fully expect Tony to start this. And I yeah. said this last yeah. week. Yeah. Um, who would you like in midfield and up front? I, I suppose Lacazette and Aubameyang. Well, would you I, like to see them the to for the, the, the rest of the team picks itself? Um, you're gonna have Smith yeah. Rowe, you're gonna have Saka. I think I, yeah, I think yeah. you'll go with Michael Niles and the Congo unless Party is fully recovered. I don't want to see a half fit Party on this one. There's no point in risking it. I really don't. If he's fully fit, great. Yeah. If he's not, you yeah. know, I'll risk it. And I expect um, Aubameyang and Lacazette up front. And again, you have options on the on the bench with Martinelli and Odegaard. And, you know, especially Martinelli, I think he yeah. could be a great option with half an hour to go, purely because of his energy. Odegaard, you're looking to keep possession as well. So I think we have options there. Um, it's about going in there with the right attitude. The right attitude. Too often we've gone to Anfield and been beat before we even got on the pitch. You know, we've gone onto the pitch like scared rabbits. So I wanted to see well-organised and a determined so we're willing to take the game to Liverpool and see what happens. Yeah. Um, in the last couple of game, home games for Liverpool, they've drawn two all against uh, Brighton, uh, who gave a good account of themselves and they're having a top season themselves. And Man City was their other home game before that. Uh, and that was two all as well. I think Kanate, besides uh, Van Dijk, I think if you can get at him, there's a mistake there or two with him. Uh, Van Dijk, has, he's had a shaky last few games as well. Uh, they've conceded five in their last two, Brighton and West Ham. West Ham gave a great count to themselves at home and they're having a top season under Myers as well. Um, so I can, see, I can see a goal or two for us. I think the first 20, 25 minutes will be vital. If Liverpool come out to traps quickly, it could be, it could be a modern on the day. But it's about attitude, yeah. and you know, really having yeah. the attitude. But definitely, and not being phased by Anfield, and you know, yeah, not being phased by yeah, and an evening kickoff as well. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think White and White and Gabriel are a good centre back pair and going to Anfield rather than the last few years of what we've had at the back. Yeah. I think, um. I think that back, I think Ramsdale, I would have dreaded it for him if this was back in September, but because he's had a good run of games, his confidence is, is high, high, and I think. Yeah.
it can see him as a future number England number one if he keeps this up. He's got every all the attributes and he's really shown. We had our, we said at the start of the season we had our questions about the price tag, but now I don't really have. It. I can just see him going from strength to strength. No, I, I do wish him all the best. Yeah, we've had a great factory there. Yeah, and he's pretty enthusiastic, isn't he? He gives everyone a bit of a lift and also, yeah, great um, to see. Um, it really is great to see. I think Space Row and Saka will be, this will be a good test for them as well uh, to see where their their career is going only on the up, but this is a big one, as we said. I think, um, obviously, Chelsea and City, we've lost. That's been our big two games. And away to Liverpool, as you said, a statement of intent, as you said, you know, yeah. just give a good I performance. I want them to at least show we are the coming men. That's what I believe yeah. we are, and I want them to show it. Yeah. yeah. Um, what would your predicted scoreline be, John, uh, uh, on Saturday? <laughs> Um, I'd love a score draw. I would be, as I said, I think you're right. I think there will be goals. I'd love a score draw. So I'll go to one and, and hope for the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll be a optimistic. I think it's going to be a tough yeah. game, a really tough game, and I'll be optimistic. But um, as I said, the performance is more than is, is everything. That's more important, everything. isn't that? Yeah. Yeah, as you said last week as well, I think we, we were all in agreement that. Liverpool are just a top top team, aren't they? They're uh, yeah, on the highs. They're gonna finish top four. They're gonna challenge for the title. Um, if we finish fifth or sixth, that's an exceptional season for us, considering where we started. Um, so we're not going to be. This game is not going to decide their season. That's why I'm saying yeah. this is a breach. Game. I even said it last week. Game's not decide their yeah. season. For the team so yeah. go out there. Don't be under pressure. Play our game and see what happens. You know that's basically what it is. Yeah, our next game then, of course, is Newcastle at home to follow on Saturday. Eddie Howe's uh, be Eddie Howe's second game in charge, and so it'll be interesting to see what we. We always found it difficult when he was Bournemouth manager. He sets his team up quite well, um, and he's got a couple of old Bournemouth heads and Callum Wilson and Ryan Fraser. So that'd be another test, but. Um, I think Liverpool now, as you said, free hit Saturday evening, go out, please the fans, and give a good show, on, and that's all you can do. I'd probably go. To be honest, I, I I'd like to say a draw, but I can only see hand on heart a Liverpool victory being at Anfield. I'd probably go for three one, but at the same time, a good show by Arsenal. You know, we will give a good account of says, but we'll just be a bit short on quality. To come out with anything from Anfield, that would be my opinion. But um, as you said, it's the teams around us is where our season be decided. That so that game is on, yeah, exactly. Against especially against the top, the so-called top four. I don't think our season be decided as we found out earlier on season. But as the season progresses, anything can, anything is possible. Uh, two off Liverpool, of course, and um, six off the top. So. We let lie in fifth place at the moment, so we're, we're going well. We're going well, and it's a big, it's a big part of the season coming up because there is the guts of eleven games within a space of a month. You could say, give or take, fight over six, seven weeks. You've got a tour to the season in that, and in, in from November twenty to January fourth, roughly. So 
it's a it's a big chunk of your season and it most of the time it can decide where you end up. So we've got a good run of games, so winnable games after Liverpool. So you, you never know where we're in a good run for. Um is there anything else, John, you'd like to talk about uh, in terms of Arsenal today? You've heard in the news or anything? Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, I, I, just there's nothing really. I mean, I know you had the the Arsene Wenger movie got its debut last week, and you had the um the evening. Yeah, she David. didn't hear much about that, John. Did you hear much about well, that? Well, I, I watched the uh, the evening with David Dean and Arsene Wenger. It was an interesting watch. Um, um. Quite enjoyable. I think there's a hell of a lot more that he could have asked and could have told us that he didn't. Yeah. But um, I'd love to see the day when he comes back. Um, there is, from what I understand, plans to build a statue and put it outside the stadium, which is proper order. He built it. That's the reason why it's there. Um, yeah. I, I think he still feels a bit hurt about the way it ended. Um, he's not entirely blameless on the way. The team went apart, but I do think he was basically fed to the wolves by the owners. You know, they didn't fuck yeah. up. He was fucked up on everything, um, which was I was. It was time to go. I wish he'd gone himself under his own steam after the cup final against Chelsea in two thousand and seventeen. And I'd love to be there when he does come back. I hope he does come back because um, I think he'll get a um, an incredibly warm welcome back by everybody. A bit of his, a bit of his soul is in earth. Really, you know, spending twenty odd years with one club, and he says himself, I don't know if you watched Graham Norton. We had last October. He was on the show. He says he gave a lot of sacrifice to Arsenal and it cost him in his personal yeah. life. So to, to show that dedication, yeah, he, he didn't give enough time to his own family, but he he always had he always had Arsenal. At the, at the best for Ars was in Wenger, you know, anything he done was for the was for the, the best for the club. And as you said, the stadium in itself is just shows what feeling he had for for our club, yeah. you know. Um, I miss Highbury. My only regret is I never saw a match there. I, I know that's the way things is. You have to have bigger capacity to grow your club and for more exposure. But I still think we could have stayed at Highbury for maybe a bit longer than... At the time, no, at the time it was the right decision. Um, we wanted to compete with the best teams in Europe. European games, the stadium was restricted to twenty-three thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dressing rooms went up to, um, I mean, the dressing rooms were designed when there was no substitute, so it was designed for just eleven <laughs> players. You know, squad now were eleven on the pitch and nine on the bench, so the the, the dressing yeah, rooms yeah. weren't big enough. Yeah. Um, the press, the press facilities went up to scratch. The last couple of years in Europe, Arsenal had to get special dispensation to play games in Europe. And when they came up with plans to tear down the West Stand and make it bigger, have new dressing rooms, yeah. it was picked up by the community and by the county council. Oh, sorry, the city isn't in council, so that left them with basically no choice. I think they've done a remarkable job going in that location so close to Hoybury. Um, yeah. I think. The sign flaws with the stadium, um, which hopefully will be addressed in the future, especially with um, safe standing being trialled in England, I think that's going to come in. The stadium needs a, a bit of a, a redesign if we're going to use 
that, but I, I, the stadium meal had to happen, unfortunately, because we just didn't have the room to expand probably to anything where it needs to be. Um, yeah. The, yeah. Shame, it's a shame, but um, to have the location where we are, I think, is um, is a credit to those who found it. Yeah. So close, on your yeah. other corner. You've done really, really yeah, looking. And pretty easily accessible via the Arsenal Tube station as well. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's a gem, really, isn't it? Yeah, there's I mean three tube stations. It's exactly like where we, you know, with an easy access. And people who've been going to hang their out in so much. Um <laughs> so uh, and like I said, we there's there's good and bad with everything, but to actually stay in that location, I think we're incredibly lucky to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it's great to see fans back in stadium. So it really is. Um, I'm hoping to go to Southampton in December the 11th. I think yourself, you were saying hopefully the new year for yourself or to see a match. Yeah. 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 Liverpool probably at the end of February probably the best time for me to go. <laughs> you really are glutton for punishment. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go, go big or go home. Go big or go home. Go big or go home. I like that motto. Yeah, go big or go home. Yeah. Um, no, look, yeah, uh, great. Only, uh, I don't know if you say great memories at the moment at the Emirates since 2006, but there has been some great nights, all right. Um, obviously, the Barcelona one comes to hand, the 2-1 victory in Champions League, um, and a few more sides. The FA Cup victories as well, and was it 14, 15 and 17? Yeah, in 2020, yeah. or so we've we've come back in the last seven or eight years. We've won trophies, but we have come back. Surely, bits and pieces you can see the old are coming back. But this season, I'm really there is optimism there. You know, I'm not more optimistic now um, than I was. Oh, Johnny, that's the big thing. You can yeah, see, you see progress. Yeah, and the transfer the, the uh, was a good one because he bought. Yeah. They played. He spent big on young players, so uh, you can see the plan. Um, let's see if he's given time to see it through fruition. I think we still need a couple more players, um, yeah. but that'll be for next summer. So, yeah, let's get into Europe this season. That's the goal. Anything, anything extra is a bonus. League Cup, FA Cup, but let's qualify for Europe at the very least. That's the big thing this season. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the golden nugget to attract big players. All right, yeah, Europe is a key, and obviously revenue as well. Yeah. Um, is there anything else, John, you'd like to add? No, that, that was there. I think. I think we've done enough tonight. Yeah. Um. Sadly, uh, Brendan couldn't join us, but we we're hoping to see him. Hopefully, we're doing our show instead of Tuesday next week. It'll be Friday evening. Uh, is when we and that'll be uh to preview the preview. Obviously, the this weekend's fixture against Liverpool. Hopefully, we report the good results. Um, and also to preview our home game again, Newcastle United, which I think Eamon is going over for, and it's a. 12.30 kickoff. It's a Saturday morning game as well. So, uh, plenty to talk about on next Friday show as well. Um, of course, I'd like to thank John for your memories of um, classic encounters at Anfield and your take on uh, proceedings. Pleasure. <laughs> Pleasure. Uh, of course, you can catch other episodes, as I said, at the top of the programme on Spotify, um, which we're getting a nice, we've had 20 listens already and it's only up a week so long way to continue and tell your mates and all about our show um, and also you can still catch it on soundcloud.com where it's say on as well um, so until uh, next next week um, we'll talk to you then and uh, thanks for listening thanks John
No problem, Chris.